Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. A hundred years. One hundred years is how long uh, LCMS has been doing campus minister. We're going to talk about that today with none other than the chancellor of LCMSU, the Reverend Marcus Zill, host of the Student Union here on KFUO. Pastor Zill, welcome. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, great to be with you guys. Always good to have the chancellor with us on the coffee hour and uh, also celebrating another milestone this week as well. Uh, this is uh, this week is also the fifth anniversary of the student union on KFUO, which is, wow. is a milestone as well. So, uh, two things about campus ministry to celebrate this week. Absolutely. So, give us a, a bit of an overview, a brief history of LCMS campus ministry. Where did it all begin? You know, that's a loaded question because right now I'm working on a book <laughs> on this very topic, <clears throat> but. Uh, it began at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Um, keep in mind, a hundred years ago, that was the that was the West Coast, as <laughs> not the West Coast, but that was the western westward expansion. And in in short, um, they began meeting the very first. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it's actually not accurate to say campus ministry began with the first service because there was always a lot of things that kind of went into it, but. In short, a lot of the Big Ten schools, as you think about them, were the f- very first where we had our, you know, I don't know, maybe our first eight or nine campus ministries were all at Big Ten schools. And in part it was because after the the Morrill Land Act in 1816-2, all of a sudden all these ag schools started up, people started going to school, farm kids started going to school. Before that, it was kind of more of an elite kind of a thing that you did, and you would just go back east. And in essence, in time, people are like, wait a minute now. Um, you know, our young people are starting to go to school. They're starting to go to get to agricultural degrees. And they have access to schools that they never had before. And then following, uh, really following World War I, uh, there was a greater interest and need with a lot of returning vets. And so many of our campus ministries started planting, started getting planted. And the first one was at the University of Wisconsin. And they met in a, uh, it was a joint um, Wisconsin Synod and Missouri Synod campus ministry. So the Wisconsin Synod is also celebrating 100 years of campus ministry this year. And on September 26th, um, 100 years ago this fall, they had their very first service in a concert hall, music hall on the University of Wisconsin campus. Hmm. I didn't realize I was going to get such a history lesson. This is really cool. Uh, I love this. I love history. It's Can't help it. Same. Uh, so, what prompted I'm a chancellor? The- <laughs> I'm paid to love history. <laughs> <laughs> what prompted the move to intentional ministry to college students? Well, you know, one this is I, this is this is actually kind of fascinating. Uh, I was just talking with the campus pastor there that's there at the University of Wisconsin today, and he un- uncovered some of the early. The early uh, kind of um, slogans that they had to try to build it up, and it was, we, this was the one that they used to kind of get it going and to kind of get it, uh, get people motivated and uh, to give towards the project. We, <clears throat> they need us today, we shall need them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and so there is very much in that the idea that, you know, this is our, this is our future. 
And uh, they were afraid, if you can imagine this, of sending their kids to these liberal colleges. Uh, you know, a hundred years ago, uh, we could only wish for that, I suppose, in many ways now. Um, but they wanted to make sure they kept the faith, that they stayed in the faith. And there was even a movement among many to say, how are we going to tell these farm farm kids to decide to go to seminary while they're at college if we don't have anybody there to tell them to do it? So there were, you know, a lot of different motivations, but the, the biggest one was to keep them in the faith. Hmm. So how has the Lord grown campus ministry from that, uh, that one campus ministry in Wisconsin over a hundred years to the many campus ministries we have today? Well, <clears throat> boy, that's a, that's a complex question. Um, in short, we now have uh, 250 or 260 campus ministries. I can never, I can never remember. Um, even though I'm paid the big bucks as a chancellor to know this information. Uh, <laughs> but our campus ministries today, in a lot of ways, um, some would argue that, you know, many of these campus ministries had five, 600 people back in the day. We don't have campus ministries anywhere near this size. So we have more of them. They're all scattered all over the place. Um, but things have changed. You know, we live in an increasingly post-Christian culture. Uh, you don't have access uh, to students the way you used to. If you can imagine the University of Wisconsin-Madison, when they had their 25th anniversary, uh, the president of the University of Wisconsin showed up to bring greetings at the uh, anniversary celebration. That would be unheard of today. <laughs> and so things things have changed. Uh, so we are... Um, we have a much, much larger number of campus ministries, big and small, spread out over the country. Uh, not as many students as back in the days, um, as people like to speak of the glory years, of maybe the 50s or so, 50s and 60s. Um, but we have campus ministry insight and input and energy uh, everywhere, just the same. What are some of the challenges facing campus ministry today? Well, the opposite of having a, a, a real chancellor show up to your anniversary celebration, <laughs> we have them many times uh, working working against things. It's it's very tough. Uh, uh, the climate on campus, uh, people are not people are not saying, "Hey, look, Christians wanting to come on campus and wanting to reach out to their students and those that don't believe in God." Uh, no, it's it's a huge challenge, and of course, in this. Uh, uh, this this COVID nineteen pandemic era, frankly, nobody knows what school is going to look like in the fall. Um, and if that's true for regular workers on campus and students, it's even more true. It's also equally as true for uh, campus ministry workers. I get asked every day, "So what? What's it going to be like on campus this fall? What do I need to do different?" And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, well, because, last time I was in a pandemic, we yeah. Did. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's going to take a lot of creativity um, and uh, to address those challenges. And we don't know what they're going to be like. I mean, who knows? You know, many, uh, many statistics or many people that are throwing statistics out are, are predicting that in, in uh, 10, 15 years, 25 percent of our colleges and universities are going to flat out close. So uh, campus ministry is probably going to have to. Uh, going to ebb and flow a little bit, but the, they've always, we've always been a lot, had a lot of the most creative people. 
um, the dorkiest people, Chancellor. Um, a lot of creativity, and it's going to take a lot of creativity to apply it to a new situation once we figure out what the new normal on campus is going to be. Certainly a, a lot of creativity. I think some of that even involved coffee that we got to chat about in the, the past year as well with uh, some really unique uh, campus ministry and student outreach on campuses as well. Mm-hmm. You've been hosting the Student Union for five years now on KFUO and, and podcast on KFUO. How much fun are you having hosting the Student Union? You know, <clears throat> I remember when we started this and uh, somebody suggested, hey, you ought to think. And I'm like, what, me? And I'm like, sure. And uh, I, did, I was like, I don't have any credentials uh to to do a radio program and so then i came up with the chancellor <laughs> i just gave myself Make your own <laughs> yeah lcmsu is not a real university i could have fake credentials um no i i love it i love the creativity i love being able to talk to people about all sorts of different things that are um, in fact this week um i'm having on the the first gal who uh was a student at the time who was my very first program and I'm checking in with her to see how her life has changed. She went on to become a deaconess, got married, has had two, has had a kid with another and on a way. And her husband was just uh, in, installed at a congregation in Michigan. So I, I think it's kind of fun to kind of take a different angle of showing people how times, times change, even among those uh, that we serve. So I'm always looking for an interesting angle of how to kind of approach things for those that are uh, interested in campus ministry and college people. So what have you learned about campus ministry uh, during this time that you've been producing and hosting the student union? Well, in short, and I always say I love college students, but Everybody's a college student in some form. They're either a pre-college student, a post-college student, a current college student. They care about college students. They know who college students are. Or increasingly in the future, they know college-age people. Because in reality, that could be a challenge going forward. A lot of young people could just say, hey, I'm not going to college. And uh, you know, we're not charged to care for them because they're in college. We're charged to care for them because, because they are young people at a transition uh, huge transition uh, time in their life period, uh, whether it includes college or not. And so I've, I've learned in reality that I could be the chancellor of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how better to close it. <laughs> no, I, no, it, it, it really is campus ministry caring for people at this pivotal time in their life. It really Mm -hmm. takes all stakeholders and everybody has a stakeholder in helping people to, to make their way through uh, this, this tough transitory transitory time into the other side and keeping them in the faith. I think one thing that I've learned from you and from the student union is how important congregations, local congregations are in campus ministry. Uh, If there's a congregation within a reasonable distance of uh, a college or an institution to, to be very intentional about being welcoming to those students and to reaching out to students in the community, especially those who are away from home too. I think that, you know, just hearing that in so many of the stories that you share on the student union, how important that local, that local congregation is, is just, is really key. Well, 
and it's going to be more important going forward as the dynamics of campus ministry change. Everybody thinks that campus ministry is about like the first one where all of a sudden you just plotted, plotted a building, put it up, got a pastor, and there are 400 students showing up. <laughs> um, times have changed. And, mm-hmm. and, but in reality, we have, we have every tool in our toolkit to do campus ministry everywhere because we we're the church and and ultimately that's all young people want is they want to be a part of the church and all that the church has to give and to be welcomed and to participate and to join in serving uh, their fellow neighbors on campus as well as in the local congregation and you know I always tell people every congregation is everything they need to do campus ministry because they are the church and uh, you know that's really what it's all about it's not it's really not all that different even if it's even if it's at a unique time in what somebody's life. Hmm. The Reverend Marcus Zill, Chancellor of LCMSU and host of the Student Union, celebrating 100 years of campus ministry and five years of the Student Union on KFU. Well, Pastor Zill, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golzeth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.